Welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. We're dispensing stories of success from across the continuum of care. I'm your host, Hillary Blackburn. Thanks for joining us to learn from leaders throughout the pharmacy industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist. This is episode 44. So we've been doing this for almost a year now, which is really exciting. And we're making uh, great strides all across uh, the U.S. and reaching people in Canada, Saudi Arabia, Japan, uh, many, many other countries. So love that uh, countries and pharmacists all over the world are really able to tune in and hear these great success stories. Uh, In today's episode, we have a great guest uh, whom I've had the pleasure of meeting and being able to work with. And we'll be talking a little bit about the patient experience and how pharmacy can play a role in improving the patient experience uh, when they are coming in for their hospital visits. All right, so today we have a special guest on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast, Michael Torhorse. Mike received his pharmacy degree from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and is serving as the regional lead for retail pharmacy services with Ascension Wisconsin. Mike, welcome to the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you for having me, Larry. I appreciate it. Well, now that our listeners have heard a little bit about your background, maybe you can fill in any gaps from that intro and share a little bit more about your personal life. I see you've been involved with the National Ski Patrol, which is pretty interesting. So I think hearing a little bit more about uh, your background would be really interesting for our listeners. Sure. So uh, you you did a good job of giving kind of the start of college there. I went through the University of Wisconsin-Madison, um, loved being a Badger, still do love being a Badger, spend a lot of time following the university still and what's going on up there. But uh, I started, I, I really have been in retail pharmacy or in the outpatient world most of my career. Um, I actually came from a family business when I first came out of school that I opened and ran a store that actually was kind of unique. We had everything from grandfather clocks to pharmacy to gifts to a deli to uh, even a gas station involved. So um, kind of unique experience back then. Um, did that for first uh, I don't know, five to seven years of my career and then decided that I wanted to branch out on my own. And I had worked for the chains a little bit in college as a student and um decided to go see what the draw was of some of the larger chains and in, in anticipation of owning my own business at some point. But it uh, turns out that while I was doing that experience, I met my former boss and mentor, Bob Umefer, who was the uh, director at Wheaton Franciscan Healthcare in town in Racine, Wisconsin. And um, he was a big influence on my career. And I went to work for Bob and kind of my management career took off from there in the sense that I, I opened and ran a couple stores for him in Racine. And then that led to me being the manager and then eventually the director there in Racine. And uh, Wheaton recently has become part of the uh, system with Ascension. So I'm now the, I started uh, with Ascension as one of the directors and ended up as the regional director of the retail pharmacy world up here, where I oversee about 12 sites, um, soon to be 14 if we add in some remote dispensing sites pretty soon, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it's been a really fun and enjoyable time. And I, I really love the patient interaction that comes with uh, pharmacy. And, and uh, it's cool to be able to see the stories that develop out of the Catholic healthcare mission. So 
Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting uh, to hear that you've kind of been able to stay in the retail setting, um, but just in a variety of, of settings. So whether it's been independent uh, or the retail chain and now in uh, a large hospital system where you oversee all of the, the outpatient or, or retail pharmacy services. Um, and so Mike, you mentioned uh, being part of a, a Catholic-affiliated um, organization. A lot of people um, might not be involved with um, an organization like that. Could you share a little bit more about maybe what's different about that setting? Um, and then maybe we can talk a little bit more about what are some of the focuses um, that you have for pharmacy services at Ascension, Wisconsin. Sure. Um, and, and I apologize. I know you asked me about Ski Patrol. I'll be happy to talk about that as well, too. That's another one of my passions. It's a lot of fun. But um, from a, from the Catholic healthcare mission, just to make sure I touch on the question you just asked, um, I really think what's neat about it is that um, it truly is a mission, vision, value-driven organization, the organizations I've been fortunate enough to work for. Um, and so basically what that means is um, it's always keeping the patient's um, health and their focus as the main central theme of how we approach their care. And uh, it's it not not that, you know, there's no uh, mission without the money, obviously, but it's always important that, uh, you know, that they've always been very mission focused and really wanting us to make sure we take care of the patient first. And so most of our um, work is really uh you know, focused on making sure we take keep the patients at the center of that work and work for ways to, to include everybody and leave no one behind. So, you know, we, of course, we have the traditional pharmacy model that we work under where we're open to the public and serve, you know, both employees and community members. Um, but we have a, in the, in the organizations itself, we have a special focus also to help the poor. So there's been lots of programs over the years um, that have been in that world to uh, make sure that we help the underserved in our community and really have a mission focus to uh, our work, which is, I think, kind of a cool opportunity. And actually, probably that work is one of the reasons why a lot of people um, really got into the healthcare profession. And so it tends to be a real galvanizing piece for my staff and myself and uh, the organization to really rally around when times are tough. Absolutely. And um, I think even the the entire Ascension Wisconsin team has been really, um, I guess, uh, excited to embrace uh, Dispensary of Hope and, and utilizing that as one of the services that you've been able to provide uh, for Wisconsin patients. So being able to, to help improve medication access, uh, we've been excited to be able to work together um, for, for that purpose. Yep, it's been very exciting. That was one of the the great things that came with the relationship as we came into Ascension as part of Wheaton. Um, the exposure that we were allowed to get uh, with with Dispensary of Hope was perfect for what our mission had been in the in the past. And I really appreciated the team at Dispensary of Hope was awesome and excellent. And uh, they're again a, a very mission focused team. And it was so easy. Our implementation we actually implemented ten sites over a very rapid period of time. About. Uh, three to three months or so, and it really started to take off within that first three to six month time frame. But uh, yes, the, that and also we got I got a chance to be part of a team that traveled down to Nashville for the medical mission at home um, as well. And that's another really mission based focus that uh, really is an awesome opportunity that's been inside the the uh, Catholic Health Ministry with Ascension. Yes, and it was 
interesting that ASHP just did an article um, highlighting the medical mission at home, which is done all over the Ascension uh, hospital systems um, in multiple states, but they kind of highlighted Nashville's medical mission um, and and were able to feature uh, David New, who's the executive director of pharmacy here, and Lynn Eschenbacher, who is the chief pharmacy officer uh, with Ascension, uh, as long as well as sharing a little bit about some other systems across the country who have a focus on the underserved. And as you and many of our listeners know, uh, the pharmacy profession has a big focus around medically underserved populations and are kind of tying that into um, provider status. So I think that was a nice article that was just written up. Underserved patients rely on pharmacists to fill care gap. Um, so hopefully I can put a link in the show notes, but if you're looking for that, um, that's where that is. So Mike, let's jump back and talk a little bit more about the National Ski Patrol. We'd love to hear what ways a f- maybe as a pharmacist you're able to help with that, or maybe it's just kind of a side passion. Sure. sure. So Na- National Ski Patrol, of course, I live in the very mountainous state of Wisconsin. Ha ha. Um, we have our whole 400 feet of vertical here at the local hill, um, which is really, it's actually called Alpine Valley um, in the area I live. So it's really truly just a river valley, but um, it's been a great experience. Um, great group of people. Basically what National Ski Patrol is, is a group of volunteer um, patrollers at most sites. There are some paid patrollers out in larger ski areas out west and everything, but in general, it's a really large organization across the United States that has volunteer patrollers that go through medical training. It's very similar to EMT basic training and uh, you learn to you know do the medical side which most of the ski patrol um, work has to do with um, really uh, trauma and injury uh, you know that's caused from sports accidents hopefully we don't see any of those that are real significant although I can't say I've never seen any I've seen a few in my career but um, it's really a relatively safe sport as a ski patroller I get to make sure that I am patrolling the hill so we, we not only learn the medical side but then you also go through ski training and certification and you learn to take a toboggan and transport patients down the hill and um, you know the basics of uh, you know safe patient handling on the hill and the situations and it's really quite a quite a great way to spend the winter up here in, in Wisconsin where we get some cold obviously we get to get about uh, you know 100 to 110 ski days a year out of it. And uh, volunteer our time out there, and it comes with some perks with being able to get my family and my uh, kids out on the hill, and you know, enjoying the time as a family. But um, then the the side benefit is that I get to kind of take my expertise as a pharmacist and health professional and apply that to my my fun time. So I also volunteer as the uh, medical supplies coordinator with the patrol, and it's a pretty large patrol, about 170 skiers and patrollers. And so we, uh, you know, I actually supply the medical supplies for their packs and stuff that they would use out in the hills at injuries and stuff. Really good time. It's a very fulfilling, you know, it's a great way to give me some downtime, but also apply some of my professional knowledge to give back. That is such a neat way to volunteer. I love that. So Mike, uh, jumping back into a little bit more of the your your day job and uh, the pharmacy side of things. So we've talked about HCAP scores and how the pharmacy team has the chance to make that final impression on the patient as they're getting their discharge prescriptions. How does your team help to improve the patient experience? That's a really big um, focus right now is, is the patient experience, not only just, you know, providing great patients, 
outpatient care, but how, what is their experience when they come and, into the hospital or, or into their healthcare setting? Sure. Yeah. So let me just preface it by saying um, to be a successful leader, I think that you have to be blessed with really good staff and and uh, people who are mission focused like yourself, but um, have great professional knowledge and skills um, to really want to help those people around you. And luckily, we've been I've had the fortune of having excellent staff during my career um, with with Wheaton and then Ascension. And also I've had great progressive administrations as well. So we've had some very unique programs, whether it's meds to beds, um, you know, asthma management, uh, you know, ambulatory care practice inside the where we integrate staff into the other practices. But one of the best things I've always said about retail pharmacy is that if you have great staff and uh, patient care, you are one of the final touch points for a patient experience. They can have a horrible day. They could have been to the hospital and maybe there was a wait in the emergency room or at the doctor's office and just not feeling well like you'd expect from a patient. But you get to be that last touch as part of the system. And so you can turn a poor experience into a great experience or else cement a great experience into an even more outstanding experience because we are the last line. So, um, And my staff has been really successful at that. So um, one of the things we tracked when we were doing our meds to beds program is not only you know how how many how are we performing financially how are we impacting the per- percentage of patients as far as adherence and the other cool clinical tools but also what what happened to the units where we made the impact on and was there a increase in their HCAP scores and um, were patients being satisfied and obviously with healthcare moving in that direction where quality is really you know. A lot of it is patient experience. Um, yeah, we were able to have a very positive impact on the floors. We've been doing the study. And uh, not that we're part of that. I mean, I think it's part of being a team player. And that goes back to um, the administration of the hospital, also having great nursing staff on the floors where we originally piloted and, you know, grew the program out of. Um, but that because of that success, that allowed us to even grow it even further. And um, it really shows you the impact that you can have as a professional on that last, you know, touch that the patient gets and hopefully you make them feel a little bit better on their, during their stay. Yeah, on the way I love that, that, that the pharmacy team has really um, taken ownership of kind of the last stop and making the patient experience um, that much better. Um, so Mike, how do you stay current about what's going on in healthcare and more specifically within the pharmacy field? Sure. So, you know, obviously we're living in an age where, uh, where everything's moving at lightning pace. Um, a lot of innovation going on, um, especially in the technology arena. And I think what I would say is that um, just be engaged, be engaged with your, with your state associations, your local uh, groups that are involved in healthcare. Um, you know, try to try to read up on the articles that are out there. Try to listen to great podcasts like your own and stay engaged in what's happening in the profession and realize that there's um, there's so many avenues. When I came out of pharmacy school in Madison at the time, it was um, stated through the foundation that it was the most degree, or I'm sorry, the most professional job paths of any of the degrees that were offered at the University of Wisconsin. Um, and it just shows you the amazing diversity that's out there and the opportunity that's in the pharmacy world. I still think that that exists. And, uh, you know, there's, there's every type of job, whether it's in the industry itself of product development or if it's in the patient care arena. Um, there's just a ton of opportunity that's out there, especially if you have the right attitude and find that passion and love that you like inside of it. And I think that uh, part of that is making sure that you stay on top of what's happening by reading the resources, participating in online, whether it's a blog or a podcast or um, just following a state association's website or whatever. There's multiple sources of information out there, but um, 
lot of opportunity. Yeah, well, that that's helpful. I mean, there's there's multiple methods to get in all of this good information. Um, since healthcare is just constantly in a state of of change right now, we've got to be on top of, of of what are the trends and and where the where the future is going, so that we can kind of be there and and be prepared. Um, so, speaking about the yeah. future, uh, what are some of the things that excite you about the future of pharmacy? So I really think that we're at kind of a, a technology is changing again so fast and patients are becoming so savvy with their healthcare choices and how they can make those choices and receive information. Um, and I think what it is, is we have an opportunity again, um, as we move towards being recognized as providers, um, I think that pharmacy can really fill some vital gaps in the primary care arena and also ambulatory settings. Um, really, that's where the growth in the industry is headed anyways. And pharmacists are perfectly positioned as that trusted healthcare professional that really, you know, you think about it, going back to our conversation earlier about that last touch point in the hospital process, the other piece is just the standard retail customer. You know, you may see a doctor once a year, twice a year, three times a year, depending on what your family and health situation is. But a pharmacist, it's not unlikely for you to have interactions with them, you know, 10, 12, maybe more times a year. And so we really have an advantage in that arena to uh, have a, a drastic impact on those patients. And um, I think that that's all part of um, this, this change is that patients are looking for that instant access to that information and making sure that we're on the front lines of that technology change and making sure that those technologies that the patients are seeking out that we're part of and provide that to them, um, both as an organization and also as pharmacists, is going to be really important for us to be continued to be viewed as that vital member of the yes, team. Yes, that, that is such a great answer. And um, I love that you brought it back to team-based care. Um, so, you know, we're seeing more and more pharmacists um, being integrated into the ambulatory care setting. Uh, more and more pharmacists are, are getting their um, board certification in ambulatory care. Um, and so we're seeing that as a really great piece, but then also, um, the virtual opportunity and, and once technology is able to link, um, the EHR or the, the physician, um, you know, kind of information so that you're, uh, retail pharmacist is also able to, to get that full picture and to really make those big um, impacts on patient care um, from wherever they are uh, is, is going to be really a big um, opportunity. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And so, Mike, as our final question, uh, what is some advice that you would tell your younger self or for other pharmacists out there who are just getting started in their career? I would say the most of when I, when I was younger is to make sure that you embrace the opportunities that are out there in front of you and don't get hung up on the traditional job role until you find something you really are passionate and like. There are so many opportunities and so many different directions you can go. Um, don't get too hung up on the on the money. I think happiness uh, will come and money will follow with, with you being passionate about what you're doing. Um, and so whether it's paying your bills or whatever, I think that all comes with just having a great opportunity in front of you that you're going to be passionate about and work really hard at. Um, I think there's, you know, it's a cool time to be involved because of those technology pieces you're talking about. Um, for sure, virtual care is going to be literally come an everyday event in the ambulatory care setting. And uh, pharmacists can be a really vital member of that team. And, you know, those opportunities are going to be hard to come by in the beginning just as things grow and change. 
but uh, don't give up on it and make sure you keep your skills, you know, up to date and stay on top of things as we talked earlier in the interview. Um, and I think that uh, you'll, you will find your path and have a, have an opportunity. Yeah, laid out in absolutely. Front of you. It's so helpful to just take those opportunities. And, and you mentioned uh, even that Ascension Wisconsin is looking at doing some remote dispensing and things. So it's interesting to see, you know, whether it's telehealth, telepharmacy, or um, some of those uh, remote opportunities um, that are really being adopted and utilized, especially for um, areas where it's really rural and hard to get to patients. Um, so I love the creativity in helping uh, improve access. Yeah, absolutely. That Those remote dispensing sites are really exciting to help improve that rural healthcare um, access that's going to be available to our organization. I think it's uh, it allows you to have pharmacy presence and penetration in places that a traditional pharmacy model would have never been able to access. So you are absolutely right. That is a really cool thing. And we will be opening up a couple of them here in the next few months and uh, hopefully more after that. But um, what, what a neat way to leverage the technology from afar and um, provide that pharmacy access and, you know, through the technology channels, like we just talked about and where the opportunities are going to lie. That's so interesting. Well, I can't wait to hear more about how that goes. Um, Well, Mike, it was such a pleasure to have you on the Talk to Your Pharmacist podcast. Thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for inviting me. It was excellent. I can't uh, wait to hear the next set of topics that are coming up. I know you always have a, the stuff I've listened to has been very interesting. So thank you for inviting me. Thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at www.pharmacyadvisory.com. And if you're a student or new grad or resident, and you are struggling with student loans, I know the guys over at Your Financial Pharmacist, and they have put together an online course just for you. Uh, So head over to www.pharmacyadvisory.com slash student loan course to check that out. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talk to Your Pharmacist, produced by the Pharmacy Advisory Group. If you liked this episode, let us know by subscribing to the podcast, rating, and reviewing it. Share it with friends. And if you want to be a guest or know a pharmacist leader who has a great story to tell, connect with me, Hillary Blackburn, on LinkedIn and check out our Facebook page, Pharmacy Advisory Group, for updates on new podcasts. Thanks for listening. 